Hey everybody, I'm Dr. Deb, and welcome to another episode of PTSD and Beyond. Welcome to the PTSD and Beyond podcast, where we give you insights into post-traumatic stress, trauma recovery, healing, and beyond. I'm Dr. Deb Lind, and in each episode, I have a conversation with a guest who will stimulate your mind, touch your heart, and connect with your spirit, and also give you a greater understanding of yourself and others on this healing and recovery journey walked by so many of us before, wounded healers with lived experience and heroes. Hopefully, we'll also provide a glimpse into possibilities and purpose, hope, and inspiration. Thanks for listening and enjoy the podcast. One last thing, guys, before we dive into today's episode, if you'd like an ad-free experience and like early access to new episodes and special events, I want to let you know you can join us at patreon.com. That is patreon.com forward slash PTSD and beyond. All right, let's do it. Hey everybody, it's Dr. Deb here with PTSD and Beyond and welcome to another episode. Today's topic is about green flags. And before we dive into what is a green flag, why are they so important? And there's a really important question to ask, which is why do green flags make people who are abuse survivors, why do green flags get the reaction of nervous and anxiety. Why is that? Well, first of all, let's talk about what a green flag is because there's so much conversation about what red flags are that there's little talk about what a green flag is. And I think one of the frustrations that I see with the information that's out there right now, a majority of the information focuses on what are red flags? You know, the things that go wrong in a relationship, part of the abuse, the control, the coercive control, the things that when we reflect back, we say, you know, that comment was actually an abusive comment. That behavior was an abusive behavior. And there's so much information about red flags that it begs the question, when do we reach a super saturated, you know, super saturation of this information? It's like a mass of information, when do we start looking at, well, what what does a healthy relationship look like? You know, what are healthy behaviors? How do I, how do I accept a healthy behavior? And, and the other question is, can and do narcissistic people, so people with narcissistic tendencies, narcissistic behaviors and actions, Can they use green flags when their intention then is to lure and coerce and then flip to a red flag? The answer is yes. See, the narcissists know all this information. Just like anybody else, they have access to the same information. So when we are looking at a relationship, a new relationship, an existing relationship, How can we identify green flags? One way to identify a green flag is for you to learn what they are. 
the beauty of having all this information that's out there and the access to this information is that we're able to learn. You don't need to go and get a degree to learn about healthy behaviors. There's information that's out there, resources that are reputable, and one of those resources, yes, is PTSD and beyond. We pride ourselves on where we get our information, we research where we get our information, we have discovery calls with people before they come on the podcast, because we're trying to make sure that the information is accurate, is helpful, is trauma-informed, and is presented to you in a way where you, the listener, can get education, learn, and get support. So green flags in relationships. Here are nine green flags that indicate a healthy relationship. There's open communication. People are honest and they trust one another. People validate each other's emotions. Both people feel and share safety. Both people enjoy being with each other and you prioritize growth. You prioritize growth. Now, what does that mean? Okay, all of this stuff has meaning. Prioritizing growth, an example is In a healthy green flag relationship, a person will encourage someone, their other person, right, their partner, their spouse, their best friend, to develop relationships with other people. See, red flag relationships are isolation. Green flag relationships are open and encouraging to work on yourself to try, say new things. Maybe you want to go roller skating. And that person is encouraging you. Hey, did you know what? Did you see? Did you see this? And they support you with developing new relationships. Now that is a green flag. Okay. That's a, that's an example of a green flag and a healthy relationship. Again, can narcissistic people use the green flag to then turn it around and say, well, I did support you. You know, I I did encourage you to do this. I did bring this information to you. The answer is yes. And it's sporadic. It's not consistent. The consistency is the inconsistency. So let me repeat that. The consistency is the inconsistency consistency. The inconsistency is what's consistent. What's consistently consistent in a green flag healthy relationship is that the actions and the behaviors continuously match. If the support is there to try out a new, say, interest, a book club, the support will be there always. It'll be there always. When we look at other green flags, I think what's important to know is that, yes, green flags can can, um, induce the reaction of anxiety with people who are so used to being abused. We're so used to having, you know, the um, 
emotional and psychological abuse, the gaslighting, that when we do experience healthy normal, it's so unfamiliar that it makes us nervous. And how can we help ourselves with reducing that anxiety? Well, one thing that we learned from a previous episode with Dr. Dan Siegel is to name it. Name it to tame it. Doesn't say name it to control it. It Said name it to tame it. So we name our emotions. We name our feelings. We validate ourselves. Validating ourselves looks like I am experiencing anxiety. Why am I experiencing anxiety? Because this behavior makes me nervous. Why does that behavior make me nervous? Because it's not familiar to me. It's unfamiliar to me. Something that's unfamiliar makes me nervous. I get the automatic response and reaction of anxiety. Okay, is this behavior a green flag? Yes, I identify that behavior as a green flag. And green flags make you reactively anxious. Yes, they do. Okay, then what we can do is we can take a pause. Again, from another previous episode, you can, there's many different episodes at PTSD and beyond that people can go back and listen to, whether we're talking about a breathing exercise or the French press exercise. There are many, many ways that we can, again, this is Dr. Herbert Benson's work with the relaxation response, Dr. Bernie Siegel with his visualization, we can take a pause in a moment, focus on our breathing, get our breathing balanced, identify that our thoughts that we are, we understand with ourselves how our body responds and reacts. We can pause through mindfulness meditation. There are many different ways that we can get ourselves present. Kara Bradley was another previous guest on the PTSD and Beyond podcast. You can go and re-listen to her episode. And we take that moment and we're acknowledging ourselves. We're advocating for ourselves. And that that itself is empowering. Advocating for yourself is empowering. We recognize it's a green flag. Do you want more green flags in your life? Yeah, I got my hand up. I want more green flags in healthy relationships. They're built on trust individuality, independence, equality, conflict resolution. You know what that means? That means things get talked about and resolved in a healthy way that, oh, what a concept. Shit doesn't get shoved under the rug, right? So then we have more than dust bunnies. We got a mound of crap that we carry with us. Green flag, healthy relationships, Things get discussed and resolved. In a previous episode, just recently, we talked about carefrontation. Not confrontation, carefrontation. Carefrontation is a green flag. Relationships are nurturing and supporting, and they're fun. Oh my gosh, what a concept. They're honest and respectful. Those are all green flags. So what's missing is the stuff that we're familiar with. 
the coercion, the manipulation, the carrot dangling, the conditional love, the conditional hug, the conditional I love you, the conditional fill in the blank. With green flag relationships, there are no conditions. There might be a condition of healthy. There might be a condition of trust. But notice that those conditions are not built on manipulation. Those conditions are built on healthy love. And yes, survivors. And yes, warriors. And yes, people that are still in those shit situations. There are green flags out there. And you know where it starts? It starts with you. It starts with me. I identify, where am I a green flag? Where have I accepted and held on to red flags? And the irony is I'm a major Red Sox fan. And right in front of me, I have a Red Sox banner. It's a vintage Red Sox banner. And I'm seeing the words red. And it's on a banner, which is a flag. There are no coincidences in life. Why I mention this and did a little tangent about the Red Sox vintage banner flag is because I came in here and I did this recording earlier today. So I'm late on getting the episode out. And the weird thing is my throat closed up. And I thought, well, this isn't going to work. And I have no idea why my throat closed up. So I went and got myself something to eat. I drank another cup of coffee. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I drank another cup of coffee. Uh, and I had a little bit of uh, whipping cream in it today because, you know, it's Friday. And um, it's a little something I do for myself. And uh, it was so weird. I'm like, why is my throat closing up? I notice that when my throat closes up, when I need to talk about something it doesn't happen all the time, but it does happen sometimes where I need to talk about something that resonates with me, meaning I, I identify closely with, with our, uh, our topic today of green flags and how we process it and where it makes us uncomfortable and how do we then reflect on, you know, why it makes us uncomfortable and naming it and taming it and labeling it and then pausing redirecting our breathing to help our, our nervous system and to calm the stress relaxation response, the trauma reactive response. And then um, again, move to, you know, cognitive um, awareness and how are we going to process and move forward? These things I identify with and I look at myself and say, how can I then be a green flag? Because when I'm a green flag, I'm hoping that somebody else out there who's listening, and thank you so much for being here today, totally appreciate you. And in all the over 100 countries that listen to the PTSD Beyond podcast on you know all major platforms, thank you so much again for being here and supporting us. And if I can plug in real quickly, please like and subscribe. The more that you like and subscribe and comment, then, you know, other people will see the PTSD and Beyond podcast on their uh, feeds as suggestions of, hey, listen to this. This is some really cool stuff. There's a domino effect. There is a domino effect when a person chooses 
to be a green flag. So we're breaking cycles and we are we are unlearning and relearning. We are unlearning the red flag and we are relearning the green flag. We are setting a boundary and saying no more red flags. And yes, I am open to experiencing and receiving green flags. It has a domino effect. It starts with one, right? The power of one. One little pebble can make a, you know, a, a calm, calm lake have ripples. We all can envision that and we all can imagine it. And it's true. So I, I am a green flag here for the person listening today. And I'm extending my hand, literally my right hand out to you with the green flag. And you can accept it and take it. And then you can pass it on to someone else. You too can be a green flag. And the other thing I want people to take away is we can be green flags for ourselves. We're green flags for ourselves when we practice self-care, when we support ourselves with our own personal growth, when we engage in healthy hobbies, when we openly and safely communicate with ourselves, when we display empathy for ourselves, when we are dependable for ourselves and when we honor our own boundaries. Guys, this is Dr. Deb with PTSD and Beyond. I hope that you found today's episode to be of value and that it resonated with you in some way. Again, take what resonates and go beyond and make sure that you click the like and subscribe button and leave us a comment, please. We greatly appreciate all that support and we have a huge announcement to make this coming Monday. If you happen to be hearing this uh, podcast episode and it's after Monday, uh, go take a look at our link below <laughs> and help us with our next venture. Guys, this is Dr. Deb. Take what resonates and go beyond. <music>